Hello, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders. I am Patience Sukumbono, and I'm here to guide you on a transformational journey. If you have ever felt the fear of stepping into your leadership potential, battling self-doubt, or struggling with overthinking, and the fear of being in the limelight, you are definitely in the right place. Together, we'll explore your unique strengths, help you create a presence in the marketplace, and build profitable, impactful businesses. We'll navigate the pathway to leadership, wealth, freedom, and confidence. Join me as we embrace the power of introversion, develop unwavering confidence, and transform your quiet strength into powerful impact. It's time for introverted women to rise, and it starts right here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to part two of three inspiring introvert world creation stories. If you're yet to listen or watch part one, I recommend that you go back and listen to those stories that have already been told. And let's dive into part two. The second M. So I'm talking about mindset now. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about the, the other bit, which is money, which is the physical money that you handle. Not all of us have a good relationship with that physical money. So there's the mindset piece and there's the scarcity. There's the physical money and how we handle it. One of my mentors always says that money is energy. And basically, <laughs> and money can be a good servant or it can be a terrible master. So when it comes to wealth creation, how do you master your money? How do you manage your money? How do you make money work for you? That's the key to wealth creation. And one of the books I read that changed my life was a book by Dennis Duffel Thomas, and it's titled Get Rich, Lucky Beach. So that's the second book recommendation. And when it comes to money, the first time I talked about mindset, I said it's about abundant thinking. So when it comes to money, it's about abundant creating, abundant creating. You have to be willing to create the space that you can accumulate and accommodate wealth. That is what a lot of the focus of Get Rich Lucky Beach is about. When you are living in a space where you are too afraid to spend money, you don't have good money habits, all of us have areas that we can improve, or you're not looking at your finances, you're not developing the knowledge of how to make money, how to manage money, how to spend money. It is said that you don't want to wait for opportunities. You want to be able to create them. And how do you create them? By seeing what your money can do or how you can multiply your money to create that wealth that you are looking for. That is the second uh, thing to note is that money in itself. If you ever want to think about what's the second M that she said and you're watching the video, you know, make sure if you're watching it on mute, you can have a look at my T-shirt and notice that it says money there. So that's the second M when it comes to wealth creation. The first world M is mindset. The second is money. And the book that I recommend there that covers that in detail, especially for women, is tied to Get Rich, Lucky Beach. Another one, especially for women who are Black, women who are in the minority, is one that says we should all be millionaires. If you put it in Google, <laughs> it will definitely come up. You can't miss it. And so that is another book that has made a difference to the way I see money, to the way I spend money, 
with the way I handle money and to the desires that I have to create money. I'm never really comfortable talking about money and I was never comfortable growing up. I have a lot of uh, things that these books have helped me to uncover and that's your starting point before you start thinking about money makeover for yourself. How do you go about it and how do you develop it? It's by reading some of these books that it will help you. Then the person whose story I want to share when it comes to when it comes to this is Oprah. So we know that Oprah grew up in poverty. We know that Oprah is a billionaire. We know that she grew up in poverty. Not only does she have mindset, but she has a way that she generates and creates wealth. And one of the stories that struck me about Oprah was when she was younger, she didn't have a great money story and how people made money and earned money and the dignity that came from working, having the right skills. She had a grandmother who was cleaning, black woman cleaning in a white household. And the grandmother always tried to make her believe that that was the ceiling. <laughs> and I know many women listening to this can identify with it, where you are underpaid, undervalued in what you do. And the grandmother made her uh, aware that this is the ceiling. You just have to get on with it and you have to do it. But even from that young age, she made up her mind that that was not going to be how she would relate with money. That was not going to be how she would see her worth in terms of generating wealth. And ever since then, she has grown from strength to strength, as you can tell, with her net worth in creating wealth. And she never stops creating wealth. She never stops making wealth happen. And she is also involved in helping women to generate wealth. That is multiplication. That is abundant creating. So if you forget anything, remember that. So the third one is the abundant living, which is making memories. We want to be wealthy because we want to create the most fantastic memories in the world. And what I want to say is that sometimes we can look at ourselves as little and, and decide that, well, you know, I'm not worthy. <laughs> I'm not worthy of getting, having these adventures in life. One of the reasons I, for my why, apart from the, my purpose statement, which is that of legacy, another thing is that I can have as many adventures as I want to have in the world. I remember a couple of years ago when I used to travel, I'd never let lack of money stop me from going on adventures, but I never saw myself as somebody who would go to five-star hotels, who go to the best places because, they, well, it was for rich people <laughs> and people who could afford it. So I, I, I did get friends who would challenge me and be like, you go through so much effort to get these adventures. I would jump in the car. We would go and stay in a mobile caravans places. Um, I would cook the food because we couldn't afford to buy uh, <laughs> it out. And I spent a lot of the holiday working, providing food. But then for me, it was educating my children. I always said that geography is not in the books, is in the places that you go to as well. <laughs> that, will, that will teach you more of geography than just in the books. And so I didn't mind doing making those sacrifices. But I was running a risk of capping my capability to make 
more and more better and better memories and experience more and more because they looked so far out of my reach. And when my friends would be challenging me like, why do you have to do that? Okay, yes, you you cannot fly, but you know why do you have to do that? On the other hand, some that challenged me did not make the effort at all. So that I wouldn't agree that. You make memories, you're already wealthy by making the memories, whether you have millions, whether you have thousands, whether you have tens. If you make memories, you are wealthy. However, you need to be looking at how can I keep upgrading my life? So in 2024, how will you be upgrading your life and moving forward? This is what I had to tune into. And I remember tuning into it because a lady came into the office and she said, um, actually, I have just gone on five star, uh, fully all paid for holiday for free. And I was like, what? How did you do that? And she was like, well, I collected my Tesco vouchers and the, and over the years spent on my Tesco vouchers and they amounted to the equivalent of uh, getting vouchers to be able to go to a resort in Egypt and all expenses paid, including the flight. And then the possibilities began to open because most of us think of what we can afford. And that was my mindset before. I used to think of what I can't afford rather than what can I do to get to this place? And that became a shift that I had to make in my mindset to say, I'm going to go here. And what do, can I do to get? When she said that straight away, I got <laughs> I got Tesco cards for myself or for my husband. I kid you not, my children also now, they have Tesco cards. And they use it. It's not the same kind of value, but they use it and they get vouchers. They have learned the, the value of spending to make to get something for, for your spending all the time. They learn the value of that and they know how to use the value of that. But aside that, the upgrade of my life came even bigger when I started working in a company that did holidays. And I would see people go on all these holidays. I would go and audit and I would see fantastic holidays. And I started to think, is there no possibility in this that I could tap into this? And guess what? There was staff discount <laughs> where you work with a luxury holiday company and they are good at rewarding their staff. Guess what? You get some discounts and you also get concessions. So I could make some little salary sacrifices and they could take it out of my salary and know that I wasn't running anywhere and they could give me 20% or I think at the time it was 5%. They could give me a percentage of that allowed it to be more affordable. So I came back home and I said to my husband, no more cheap holidays. And he was like, where are you going to get this money? I said, don't worry about it. I'm not troubling you because you're not quite there in your mindset about how we need to change. I will do it all and let it happen. And so we were able to make this trip I was able to save up and come <laughs> come uh, Easter, I had paid up and we got VIP treatment throughout. I remember getting to the resort, this five-star resort, and my children who were used to something less. Remember that my life purpose is to live and leave a legacy for future generations. You just don't work hard to leave the money for them. You work hard to show them and model for them what wealth looks like in reality and how to generate that wealth in different ways. So basically, when we arrived there, my children were like, are you sure, mom, we can afford this? Or have you just started to uh, do some illegal dealings? And I was like, yeah, we can afford it. We can, we can. We can elevate ourselves to that next level. Don't worry. 
I remember the next morning, while we were seated at the table for breakfast, one professional England footballer walks in to have breakfast with his family. And my my son and my husband nearly fell off their chair. They were like, we can afford the same thing they can. They earn like our year's salary, my year's salary in a week, or some of them in a day, yeah, for a match. And here we are sitting at the same table with them. That elevated our thinking, that elevated our life. We wanted to create bigger and better memories. So the next M for wealth creation is memories. And the book I recommend here is definitely The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. And he says that the concept of scarcity is man-made because when you look around you and you see nature, we are the ones depleting nature. Nature, nature is abundant. You can see that for centuries, people have been finding gold in different places. We still have gold stores here and there. We still have oil. When oil depletes in one place, you find the other. Fine, yes. We have to look after the planet, and we are custodians of looking after the planet, most definitely. But he said that there is enough to go around so that when you think that other people are having, why can't you? That's the question. Why can't you too? Why can't you have what others are having? And why is it important to have that mindset of wealth creation from here onwards? This is what motivates me. He says wealth is the ability to fully experience life. And that's by Henry David Theroux. That is the definition of wealth uh, that I really like, that motivates me. And it is that wealth is the ability to experience life to its fullness. So as I wrap up this episode, like I said, it's a fairly but longer one. It is giving you my own perspective. And I started off by talking about the fact that introverts are top 60% of uh, people that are wealthy in the world today. So you can look at yourself and think of generating wealth. And also I have mentioned that that intrinsic motivation is also that which helps introverts to persevere towards being able to have that long-term view of how you can create wealth. And also because you're introspective, you can also be intuitive and you can use all this to find clever, creative ways of generating wealth for yourself. I also then mentioned that you need to think about these three M's and the resources that you can use when it comes to thinking about the M's. And I'm recommending the ones that I have used, not that there are not many in the market. So the first one for your mindset, think about the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell. And the second one, which is about your money and how you spend it, manage it, create it. Think about buying the book, Get Rich Lucky Beach by Dennis Thomas. The fulfilled. And the third one, which is making memories, realizing that you have abundant living, is by Wallace D. Wattles and it's the science of getting rich. So I hope that it's added a lot of value to you. And I want you to use the opportunity in 2024 to ask yourself these key questions How wealthy do you feel based on all the things I've talked about today? How wealthy do you feel? it's time to get your journal and journal it. So I recommend my journal, which is on Amazon, which is titled Win Your Day Journal for Introverted Female Entrepreneurs and obviously Leaders. 
And you can use this as a tool to self-coach yourself when it comes to how you create wealth, because it's not just a journal. It's a tool. It's a self-coaching tool. It's got affirmations and it's got questions that you could ask yourself. And it's got daily practices and daily habits that will help you persevere to create that wealth that you want. So ask yourself, how wealthy do you feel? The second question I want you to ask yourself is, how well do you understand your mindset around making money? And basically, how are your money habits? How are they and what do you need to do to change them? And what do you need to do to be more creative? Yeah, so how well do you understand your mindset around wealth creation? And the third question that I need you to tackle, to journal, to research for yourself, to find the answers for yourself is what actions are you willing to take to increase your abundant thinking and creating and living? Because guess what? The very best thing you can do in the world is to make the most of yourself. And that, again, is a quote by Wallace D. Wattles. I will say that again. The very best thing or wealth you can create for the whole world is to make the most of yourself. So in all of these things, being wealthy is about making the most from you, for yourself, of yourself. And that is why I started by talking about the mindset and growing yourself. When you know and you grow yourself, it's out of that growth that you're able to create the wealthy, abundant life that you seek. So that's it for this episode. I hope that it will make a difference to you on your journey in 2024. Feel free to send me a message and let me know how you are enjoying this podcast and the difference that it's making. Don't keep all this information to yourself. Make sure that you share it with friends so that you can add to them because that is also abundant living. That is the right mindset to have when you have more than enough and you can give to others. So when you have experienced this and you come across this podcast, share it with others as well. Also, I would love you to pay it back to me in in terms of reviews. If you found this helpful, I want to know about it. I want to be encouraged to continue to add value to you. So please make sure that you follow, you like, you share, and you re- uh, you send me a review as well. So thank you very much for listening to this episode where we've talked about three inspiring introvert creation uh, wealth creation stories and lessons and the people whose stories I have shared here. And therefore, I want to leave you with some key call to action for you. I want you to remember that your introvert strengths of deep thinking and listening, introspection and empathy, these are qualities that are invaluable both in business and in leadership. And they come in handy when you find that quiet space and do a lot of work on yourself to grow yourself so that you can create your best life and you can adapt to thrive in an extroverted world. So until the next time, when you will join me again for the next episode of Quietly Confident Introvert, I want you to own your strengths. I want you to trust your journey and let your inner introverted leader shine. God bless. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Quietly Confident Introverts. If you found today's discussion valuable, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with others. 
Your feedback fuels our mission to empower introverted women leaders. Remember, you can also connect with me, Patience Sukumbono, at The Visionary Introverted Woman, where we are dedicated to helping you discover your inner strength and lead with purpose. Stay true to your vision. Embrace your introverted superpowers and let's make a lasting impact together. Until next time, stay